0: Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Join me as always, Xavier Guerrero and Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. How are you guys?
2: We're doing. Just Good space, we doing? Good show today. We had
0: Ernest Hancock on, it was a fun conversation. I think I called him Graham Hancock at the but
2: that, <laughs> Did you? Yeah, <that's laughs> he fine. did. He did. Oh, I didn't that's, notice no, that. That's gotten. not
0: why we were recording, though. That was after. Oh. Thank oh God. Okay. Thank God, but it was before and he just kind of went with it, which made me laugh. Uh, Great episode. I hope you guys enjoy. Guys, uh, getting back on the road for the next two weeks. Hope you can enjoy and join me. Uh, I'm going to be in Virginia. Uh, This comes out tonight. I'm going to be in Virginia tonight and then Baltimore tomorrow. And then the following week, I'm in Chicago. And then followed by I am in uh, I'm in Float Fest in Texas now. Lancaster, Palmdale, I had to reschedule. I'm super sorry about that. The owner is not happy. It just, I couldn't make it. I just couldn't get out there in time and get back for my get. I just couldn't do it. I'm not canceling. I don't want to cancel. I'd love to go back there. If he allows me, I'll go back. If not, I'll find somewhere else. But I'd love to go back to the same place. It's just getting moved back one or two weeks, okay? Just work with me here. I promise you I'll take care of you promise you okay if you want to see me live just go to samtriplee.com for tickets if you want to see any of my premium content because I'm putting out six episodes a week just go to go to samtriplee.com and click any of the uh rockfin banners we'll take you to conspiracy social club Tim fall hat premium uh and zero which is my spiritual podcast uh we also have we don't smoke the same on there and broken sim First look if you don't know what broken sim is, that is my basically my podcast where I just go into danger and experience it. I, I, I it's basically the taxi driver of podcast. I just talk about my week and all the chaos we get into. It usually involves my pug dog or trans hookers or something weird like that. It's a classic, people love it. So uh you I got a ton of free shows for you listen to Tim Fall Hat. Uh, Broken Sim, Conspiracy Social Club, Zero, uh, um, Punch Drunk, uh, Union of the Unwanted, and Cash Daddies. All you have to do is go to samtriple.com, click any of those banners. They'll take you right to the free shows to listen to. We also have a radio show that goes 24 hours on the website at samtriplee.com. And then finally, if you want to buy a shirt to support the show, just go to samtriplee.com. Click the banner to t-shirts.com and grab it. We got Zen Ape. We have uh, uh, new shirts coming all the time. Uh, if you have a design for us, just uh, email to Xavier Guerrero at, or myself or Johnny. We'll take a look at it. If we like it, we'll send you 100 bucks. Just stay on me. Sometimes I get super duper uh, slammed. But anything else, guys?
2: Nope, we're rocking.
0: We rock great shows. Great thing. Check out Broken Sim. Check out We Don't Smoke the Same. Check out Cash Daddies and enjoy Ernest Hancock. Great show. See you soon. We go deep, homeboy. <laughs> Eric, open your mic. <laughs> Drink. The- All right, man. I'm super excited to have this guy on. He's an OG of this whole thing. And, dude, he lives the life for sure. He ain't, he ain't fake of the funk here, all right? Uh, he's the publisher of Freedom's Phoenix. Uh, his show is called Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. And, you know, we're going to get in a little Pirates Without Borders. Let's do it. Here we go. Please welcome Ernest Hancock. How are you, Ernie? I'm great. It's good to spend time with you, Sam. There's a lot of things
1: that well, I'm looking forward to we get to hang out by the campfire. Are you going to Float Fest?
0: Float Fest, myself, Xavier Guerrero, Eddie Bravo will be there dropping some uh, comedy truth bombs. And, uh, you know, I did the inaugural one and now I'm there for and the I know second you
1: one it last year. no, I was there. It, was, it awesome. was
0: great to meet you and your wife. And uh, just I love everything you're doing. Ernie, I really do love everything you're doing. You really do like walk the walk. Not only do you talk to talk, but you really walk the walk. And you're as decentralized as I think a human being can get. And for those who may not be familiar with your your long journey in the truth community, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where they can find you?
1: freedomsphoenix.com is the primary where you can get a lot of the information. We have a, a daily dispatch that goes out a couple of times a day, and uh, it's just a, you know, a, a, an aggregator of my perspective on stuff that I've been doing since the '90s. It was called Update at ernesthancock.com was the, you know, when we first started doing this, and that evolved into Freedom's Phoenix. In fact, I started doing radio in. Um, I owned a family restaurant. We had a pizza restaurant in the late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, when we sold that, I went on the air at Scottsdale, and it was just encouragement. A lot of people were like, oh, we got to get you on the air before you know we do the land invasion in Iraq. So I was started doing radio about a month before that, going, yep, yeah, let me tell you what's coming. This is what's going to happen. And we kind of predicted it pretty well because of our – Understanding of how the systems work from our libertarian activism all through the '90s, and it was, and that's how I was known in Arizona. And I get a microphone, I go, "Let me tell you what's up." So, declare your independence with Ernest Hancock was a big deal because the, the Declaration of Independence had a big impact on me. Constitution, not so much. Bill of Rights, cool, but the Constitution, you know, it was just another plantation to rule you by, you know. And uh, but the promise of any government in the Declaration of Independence had one purpose: the support of individual rights. That was it. You know, if it didn't do that, it was time to alter, or abolish it. Because you're right, your duty. I'm like, sign me up. You know, <laughs> so the um, uh, that's what I was really known for: is my political activism through the '90s and uh, going into the 2000s, and then the Ron Paul revolution started. When uh, Johnny
0: was I- part of that, Johnny loved that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I was in Nevada uh, campaigning.
1: Well, what, which one, 08 or 12? Both times. Awesome. Because when that, we knew Ron, and he had spoken in a, uh, a few of our freedom summits that we do annually. And uh, so I knew what was going to happen. He was, they were going to go, well, you're really libertarian. Yeah, and you're really communist. So, you know, whatever. So I, and he wasn't going to back away from it. You know, he wasn't going to abandon you know, the, the libertarian ideals that he espoused so well. And I knew what was going to happen. Everybody was going to start checking out, go, yeah what he said, you know? So we had that Loveolution logo in my 06 campaign for Secretary of State that I used because I but the main sign was still voting, you know, with the V from Vedetta in the word voting. I'm like, you're still voting. I mean, you guys haven't figured it out yet. So <laughs> one of the logos that we have was that Levolution logo. And it was, even though the still voting sign was voted most popular in the newspaper for that campaign season, you know, which freaked the bad guys out. You know, um, the Levolution logo, everybody wanted to have that. I need a copy. I need that. I got it. Got to have it. So when Ron decided that he was really going to run. And I called Kent Snyder, you know, one of his um, guys. And I said, is this real? You guys go, Oh yeah. If we get enough, I go, Whoa, it's real. Talk to the hand, man. I will have nothing to do with this campaign Republican stuff. You just you just do you and you know, watch what happens. So we started making those signs. We opened up a, a workshop and started making thousands of those signs and distributing all my libertarian friends around the country with the instruction to just send me videotape so literally it was those little magnetic mini tapes that you would make they send them and that's when i started doing my first youtubes and uh so we started you know promoting this and it blew up and there was no doubt in my mind i was telling them, i go you watch this you want to see well how did you know ernie i'm like how did you not know you know, you have, you know, somebody espousing the things that he is and has been for decades. You know, you go back looking for the crack in the armor, you know, and it's not there. So what we demonstrated was the power of spontaneous order that, you know, people given a, a good ideology, a clear understanding and a person to advocate on their behalf, you know, they would go stupid. And they did for years. I mean, Johnny, you would spend T- much of your life and other people's, their lives spending time on amplifying this message. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Cause it was popular. Well, then what happened is we get another crack at it in 12. Okay. We'll do it again.
2: And we learned a lot from 08 on how they used the rules to screw us in 08.
1: And it was, they, they don't rules. What's rules. They, they used a big 600 pound gorilla to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Know? And, um, so the rule was there ain't any rules. So- yeah, but, they, but we took over the
2: party apparatus for the next election. That was our lesson was to try to take. And that didn't work either, of course, because right. they just ignored it.
1: And, and 12, you know what happened? Because Ron Paul said, yeah, go be the party. Go take it over. Go do this. You know, go out. So they did. Ernie did. I go. You know what? I support you guys. Peace out. But I have no interest. I already know where this goes. But they had to learn what I learned, you know, in the early 90s. and going through this as an activist. You find out all you have to really this is this is a good place to start. This is it right here. If you discover they, them, those intent. What is their intent? to rule you, to expand and maintain their power and intrusiveness over your life to their benefit, whatever, okay? If you understand their intent, what they try to do, the rest is just details. They're going to do it. It's just what law they got to pass and who they got to kill and who they got to de-platform and what they got to demonetize. They're going to do what they're going to do. It's just you got to be creative in finding out you know what they're going to do to do it. And then what your creative solution to bypass that is, for me, it is always, and we started Freedoms Phoenix in 03, when, no, no, 05, we started radio in 03, 05. And in 96, I had the concept of Freedoms Phoenix, the rebirth of freedom from the ashes of Lady Liberty's torch. That's what that logo is about. And we knew that when video hit the internet, oh, you crazy, stupid 10-foil hat wearer, you know, there's not going to be, you know, you can't get the bandwidth of, do the, you know, the uh, equipment of the bandwidth of the blah blah blah. You can't do that, you <laughs> moron. And I'm going, yeah, whatever. Well, when video hits the internet, which is what happened in no five when YouTube first started before it became alphabet. Um, it was then that we pulled the trigger on freedom's Phoenix. Cause I knew once video hit the internet, we were going to have a voice we could explain it. we could you know pontificate about whatever the hell we want to do you get a whole bunch of sam tripolis then what the hell are you gonna do okay. yeah you know so then um that's when we saw you know the worm was starting to turn all right and-
0: hold, hold there's a lot going on you've done a lot of information i was waiting for you to take a breath and you were just crushing it
1: i don't take <laughs> breaths, you know so,
0: <laughs> so i want to break down a lot of stuff you're talking about here uh First of all, I want to get into your your thoughts. You mentioned that you you're not a you you don't really hold the Constitution a lot reverence. Is that is that correct? You are correct. And and what is what is the purpose of that? Or what, why is that? Excuse me, not the purpose, you know, but why the is first that? First
1: thing I did in the late '80s. This started, you know you know, government pisses somebody off and you go, you know, really look and I want to read the deal, man. Man, this is not right. There, There's something wrong here. This is not what they told me in junior high. I mean, you know, this is, you know, I, I'm just a Bill's bullshit. I mean, you know, I just want to see what's up. So the first thing I did is you go read the documents. I go to the library. Internet, what the hell's that, you know? So it's late. It's like 89 or something. I go and I read the Declaration of Independence. Ooh, that rocks, man. I'm like, all right. You know, we... You know, believe this, and these are the things bad guys are doing, and don't be bad. And we're, you know, you know, peace be upon thee. But we're, we're independent. I'm on. I'm hip to that. Then you read the Constitution, and in there you can see it. I had enough experience by then. I could see what was going on. They regulate. um, They have eminent domain. The government can take your property, and at the time, they were doing it in weird ways and stuff. Anyway, they're all being buttheads. So uh, they can take your property. They want to regulate commerce, uh, interstate uh, commerce regulation in there, to where they can have... uh, they decide what is and is not legal tender. They decide what is and is mm-hmm. not interstate commerce. They decide what you can and can't do, what permits you have to get, yada, yada, yada. Then um, and then you know, we got the income tax. I'm going, hey, I'm not a fan of that. You know, how did that happen? You have a little history on that, and you see how they bastardized that in an amendment. Then you oh, got yeah. um, you know, war. Well, you can only fund a war, a standing army for two years. A lot of people don't know that. Says right there in the Constitution. You only got two. Well, they just keep re upping it all the time, you know. And uh, we don't want to have a standing armor. I don't know what the hell this is that they're talking about, you know. So no matter what they did, you know, they would say that they're for freedom and the will of the people and all this other stuff. The entire thing, you might as well just call them king. You know, they, you know, regulate tax, regulate commerce, regulate your land. They go to war, you know, they do that. I've been going. Man, I'm not a fan. Where's the, I get to opt-out in here somewhere. I didn't sign this (laughs) thing. So then you look at the Bill of Rights. You read the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights started off as the 10 thou shalt nots of the Constitution. You know, they're going, you know, they're going to have another revolution. They saw what was coming. They're going, hell no, we are not going to sign. Well, if we put in all these thou shalt nots of government, which was first what? Freedom of speech, religion, association, affiliation, mm-hmm. you know, assembly, you know, worship, all these things. And then the Second Amendment to protect that. And I'm going, yeah, you damn skippy, you better have those first two. The rest of them were just a bunch of stuff that they had experienced with the king doing their crap anyway, you know, like in uh, your effects and papers and all this kind of stuff. So when you read the Declaration of Independence, Constitution, the Bill of Rights, it's a bologna sandwich with the bologna in the middle. You know, so I'm going, no, they're just a gang with a flag. They're just going to do whatever the hell they want. So everything, I really embraced libertarianism. Once I kind of got it early on, I'd ask, you know, libertarians, I came across, you know, but what about, what about, what about, what about, what about? And that's where one of my slogans came from. Oh, I get it. Freedom's the answer. What's the question, you know? Whenever I have a caller would call in, you know, Terran radio, they call in. Yeah, but you and them, you know, I go whatever you're going to say in the end, I'm going to say it sounds like you need a little more freedom. Go ahead. Well, they <laughs> articulate, you know,
0: whatever the problem was. I go, I agree with that a lot. That sounds
1: like more freedom would take care of that problem.
0: You know, Ernie, I agree with that a lot. That's my opinion on the uh, on government does not tell anyone what to do with their body. Uh, and that's vaccines and that is right to choose. And I know that's a a very uh, like dangerous talking point on a show like this, but I can't even get, I don't even want to hear the question. I don't even want to hear the question. The answer is the government doesn't tell you what to do with your body. It just doesn't. Now I, I personally think if we had a real discussion about it, people would have more common sense when it comes to right to choose and uh, right to life. And we'd have a, a much, Uh, a much more productive conversation if people really sat down and took out the emotion and had a real conversation about it and looked at the results of everything. I think people would have an understand, but I don't even want to get there, man. I don't even want, I don't ever want the government to tell me what I can or cannot do. We cannot do mental gymnastics. I know there's religions and I know people have religious reasons for certain things. I know people have progressive reasons for certain things. I don't even want to get to that. I don't even want to get to that. The question doesn't even get asked. The answer is government doesn't tell you what to do with your buy. That's it, man. And it's like, I, I, I know there's some things where people are going to get really emotional about, and I get it, man. I get it. I get it. But it's just like you can't even approach that because you just open Pandora's box and they just, they never will stop. If you have a hard nope right there, it doesn't go anywhere. And I know people are going to be upset, but I I just, I'd rather do that. And then you work on individuals and have conversations with them about whatever your feeling is. You have to have the
1: freedom to, there's no virtue in forced compliance or, virtue or something you know if you're if you're not willing to uh be a good guy just out of being you know it's the best way to live or leave people alone you know if you have to be coerced into it who really are the good and bad guys
0: hey everybody want to tell you about our friends at lucy nicotine products that's right look we're all adults here and i know some of you choose to use nicotine to relax focus or just unwind after a long day lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum lozenges and pouches for who for adults who are looking for the best most responsible way to consume their nicotine it's the new year why not start out by switching to a new nicotine product that makes you feel good. I got Dana trying these out. We also have my good friend, uh, Chris Knapp from Cash Daddies. He's loving it. Uh, Lucy Nicotine Products are a real hit with my friends who love nicotine, okay? So if you're enjoying nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's Products at lucy.co. That's lucy.co. And use the promo code TINFALL at checkout, okay? That's lucy.co promo code tinfoil okay i have to read this to you there's a disclaimer warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical remember if you're interested in a better way to use nicotine visit lucy.co and be sure to use the promo code tinfoil
1: i i really think that the the promise of government was them to protect your right to be left alone for you to do to, to control your property your life your liberty liberty that was the purpose that sure as shit was the promise that's the promise they always make they're they're not coming in yes we want to be in charge so we can tell everybody how to live and Zeke heil to the man of whatever that's never what they promise. oh no you need freedom of something and then they redefine what freedom is well you can't you need to be free to not starve you know you need to be free to not you know uh, have to worry about healthcare. You need to be free. go, no, I need to be free to be left alone. Yeah. Know? And we can have our own solutions. You know, one of the solutions I want to make sure we get into before we get too off is you and I had talked about communication, you know, the um, uh, IPFS thing that we're doing. And we got it. You know, I'm looking at it right now here. I got, you know, the uh, pirate sticks, pirate box, uh, start nine guys are going to be at float fest. They are working. Right. I tell you how this works one ones and zeros i get to the save they can't be centered or altered you can access it we've been doing it for years and trying to make it all well, grandma just buttony for sam i mean if it's not grandma just buttony <laughs> don't want to play okay so that, that, that's what we're doing now i get a couple of weeks ago i get an email from a 17 year old girl named isabel out of the united kingdom her parents moved there they originally from there and then they went to greece and you know did stuff Pandemic starts going. eh, they want to go home, so they go to Northern England. She's a she was 15 years old at the time. Now she's 17, and um, they were homeschooled. His mother is a teacher, but they uh, they homeschooled her. She was unvaccinated, teenager homeschooler. Oh, the crown don't like that. Okay, yeah. So what they did is they created a discord. And it's 10 families, 20 families, 30 families, 60 families. It it grows, you know, like exponentially. I mean, it's getting like, wow, we got a discord where they have conversations. They're doing their own research about everything, including COVID. You know, they start accumulating a lot of this information. They all of a sudden they get a notice from discord that literally the crown is coming after them the parliament they start pass legislation they might as well put their name on it any communication student age uh oriented uh, misinformation of whatever the hell and they're boom going to shut down their discord which i didn't know discord was able to deplatform people i think that was a new one on me oh
0: yeah it's- dude this show's had their <laughs> discords nuked a thousand times i'm just waiting for it on telegram it's dude, about time it's cooking with gas. We have like over th- We have like 3,300 subscribers, and it's going to get up. And I know it's going to get nuked at some point. I okay. know it's going to get nuked. I-, I guarantee you they're sending in people to do all the buzzwords. Right. They get the censors the coming. You know, because you can't just have a conversation. Someone's got to come in, and it's got to be the extreme on everything all the time. You just can't have a conversation. It's got to be about this group and that group. And those this conversations, when we want, like, we can talk about anything we want, but there's always these little conversations that, you know, bring all the censorship on. It just does. It just, and they're but,
1: sure to use the words, they're sure to yep. see what you did. Did you respond to it? How diligent were you on what? And even Telegram, you know, they're doing the same thing. You know, yeah, it's coming.
0: There. I know it's coming. I know well, it's coming.
1: Telegram is the only other... Well, Freedom's Phoenix is kind of like its own social media anyway, so I, I'm comfortable just staying over there, but um, Telegram is the only one that I have ever interacted with, and the biggest reason was is because it quickly posts videos and photos. And graphic use on Telegram is way better than a lot of going, cool. You know, with a lot of people, communication, eh, they'd rather do signal, you know, because they're geeks and that's what they say. So... I, I don't do a lot of uh, social media, but Telegram you know does get some of my attention, and we have a lot of followers over there. So I'm going, okay when we. Um, talk a year ago about this. I, I, there's been a lot of progress since then, and I'm looking forward to showing you some stuff. And a lot of the guys are going to be down there at Float Fest, and we're going to get you hooked up. Because I know Matt Raymer works with you guys doing different yep, stuff, and Matt's he's great. He's heavy into it, and he's ready to you know do you and everything too. So we got it. We've been working all around you, man. We're getting we're getting some Sam taken care of. I'm know? all about that actually <laughs> you know, bro. Well, we we started with Corbett, and uh, he and I just did a show last night. And, he's great. Uh, you know, yeah, James and I, we kind of had a, a disagreement, one of our few disagreements last night. And we'll, we'll get into it because this will be a good conversation. But I wanted to finish up on these kids in the UK. So Isabel sends me an email and says, I saw you were talking about your IPFS thing, and what you're doing and then censorship of. We got these big problems. We need to talk. You know, can we have a Zoom with you? Absolutely. Let's do a show. So she and her father, James, come on, the mother, Claire, behind the camera or whatever. But um, uh, they came on and described what their problem was. They have a homeschool network that they're building. Well, when they come in and they want to sever any communications between them, you're not allowed to do that. And they're going, do what? Talk? I mean, you know, we're not, you know, we're not Zeke Heil into the narrative of whatever. Oh my God, we got to come up with something. So start nine, I talked to um, uh, Matt Hill, which is the, um, start nine ceo and he and i had talked before and we're working on incorporating their stuff into ipfs he goes that's exactly why we created the embassy their their device and what we're doing and so on he goes and uh, coordinate with them that's exactly why we do this let me add him i've been a tutor for seven years i had a teenage daughter I, I got it man it's mine well i didn't even talk to him he just did it this week like a day or two ago and i need to talk to you how that went because Uh, What we're doing is I got enough resources, I'm putting $10,000 towards this. And if it works well, I got another $10,000. So I'm up to $20,000 that I'm in to buying these devices that you can send to them and their Discord replacement is probably going to be Matrix, okay? Because they need a noted kind of, we need a decentralized internet experience. There is going, now IPFS we can bypass the DNS, you know, where they, you know, give you a number for your domain and all that kind of stuff. Because if they can, they are. I want Sam, I want all Johnny, you know, uh, uh, all you guys there. I, I Xavier. Want you guys to know. Xavier, all you guys, I want you to know. Yeah, I have my glasses on. I can't read. And that's Xavier. fine, dude. So I've gone, if they, then those that won't leave me alone, if they can. Yeah maintain enhance and expand their intrusive intrusiveness control over your life to their benefit if they can if they physically can they are they sure shit want to okay so i've always i go can they delete the platform demonetize in whatever way and different you get this and that and using the internet and, and then what would they do then what could they do then what could they do we have to bypass All of those vectors they have on that, or they're going to do it. And Sam Tripoli will be silent. That is their goal. Okay. FYI just still here it comes. And if you haven't seen it in just the last few years, when they start the demonetizing the shadow banning, it started with shadow banning. We saw evidence of it in 08, 09 revolution. We knew this was coming. So do I spend a whole bunch of time on how big my Facebook page is or how much I'm in Twitter or how many YouTubes are got, I got? Nope. Don't care. Not even looking at it. I, I'm, where can I put my content that it can't be censored? It can't be deleted. It can't be altered. It can't. Can't, 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 can't. Where's that? That's where I'm focusing my time. And by the time we get the float fest, we're working with a lot of these guys. I'm going to demo um, your thing. I'll get you a copy. But, with the kids in the UK, what am I doing? I'm going to put $10,000 in the equipment for them to maintain their schooling without literally the crown shutting them up. Then another homeschool group that was taking old barns and vacant buildings and turned them into like hacker spaces for homeschool groups. Yeah, they dude. And they go, hey, us too, pick us." I go, Absolutely. So we're going to, you know, and where are they going to get the most in the English speaking world that they're going to freak out the most that you're not supporting their narrative, the United Kingdom of the monarchy of literally the queen. <laughs> so I'm just like, bring it. Cause we're pirates without borders. No. I love it, oh, man.
0: Shit. I'm all about it. I'm going to jump in on this action, help you out. Any way I can, because I think it's super important. You know, I, I when I was younger and they were talking about allowing people to, um, you know, decide where their school dollars were spent. I I was under the notion that was uh, super ultra rich people, and they were just they were just trying to destroy. The, you know, the inner cities and uh, they were trying to make it so these people couldn't thrive. Now, now as I've gone through life and more has been uh, made aware to me, I realize it's not that at all. And that what really people are trying to get out is from this cultural Marxism that is being shoved down everybody's throat in these public schools. And I, I just don't understand because both my parents were teachers. I mean, I talk about it all the time I didn't even know if they were democrat or republican i don't even remember it and they were my parents let alone teachers and now we've just weaponized all this stuff and it's it's being done purposefully and thank you so when i hear that people want to homeschool and all that stuff i support it wholeheartedly and here's the whole thing guess what if you're from a poor neighborhood from the inner city, you should do it too. You should be reaching out to people in your community asking, how can I start homeschooling my children? If, if it's possible, if that's, if that's financially possible, because that is a part somebody's got to be making the money to pay the bills.
1: Yeah, no, I, I want to share this part with you. Um, we, you know, poor activist family, you know, anybody that's an activist for you know more than a year is poor, you know, but um, we have four children, two boys, two girls, very close in age together and um when my oldest daughter was in third grade we took a lot of you know made a lot of uh, effort to get you know go and sit in on her class meet the teachers you know we did a lot of homeschooling stuff you know keep her up and of course she was you know, way smarter than everybody else and um so when we go it was just chaos i was like 30 something kids in there you know all my i got four kids there i'm like no we're done man this, uh, this sucks And then my son came up, they had this program. I just try and do it real quick. They had what they called major day. And if 90% of the kids in the class made their day, then they're a a graded school. Well, of course, they're going to make sure you make your day. How do you make your day? You know, that kind of crap, right? So my son in second grade, he's uh, my second child. He's in second grade and he didn't take his homework. And he left it there, and we hadn't worked on it the night before. When he comes home, I'm, I I get all dramatic. I, well, well, let's call it school. Maybe we can get partial credit with the teacher. Oh, you can't not do your homework. Turn in your homework. Let's run down there now. No, 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 Dad, it's all, it's all good. I made my day. What do you mean you made your day? How do you make your day and not do your homework? BS that. <laughs> so I, I called the school and she happened to be in the, um, the office, you know, they were doing their, whatever they're doing. And, uh, she was there. Oh yeah. No, Forrest man. He's, he's the crap. He's my favorite student. He's he's the most greatest, wonderful kid ever in the planet. Right. And, uh, uh, he, he sits in the corner and doesn't violate anyone's self-esteem and doesn't <laughs> cause me any problems and whatever, you know, he makes his day. So I'm going, we says he did turn his homework and, you know, how did he make it? What the hell is this? And they yeah. go, and at this time, I had a lawsuit against the state of Arizona for them. I you was know, a financial thing or dipping into the education, went always to Supreme Court, being a butthead. So they knew who I was. and They're trying to get me into parent-teacher thing to kind of divert my attention. That's what they do, right? So anyway, during this process, she says, each kid comes to school with 50 points that day. If they go below, you know, 40 or something, they don't make their day. And I go, okay. Well, how much is it for not doing your homework? Ah, eh, three points. But if you don't do it two days in a row, well, then you don't make your day, right? So my six, seven-year-old son figured out he only had to do homework on Tuesdays and Thursdays.
0: That is so yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So who the hell do I blame? He's a smart kid, not he the kid.
1: Give me. I, I would have done the same thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Go, hell, man, I gave him the system. And the <sighs> fact that there's a system to game is what they're teaching him. I'm going... We're done. And that was May. The next September, the laws in Arizona at the time were um, if you want to homeschool, you just notify you know, the authorities or whatever the hell that meant, and uh, you're homeschooled. You're done. That's it. So I went in the first day. Oh, Mr. Hancock. Oh, four can- the fourth one's coming in. Woo, we're going to make us some money. Now, can I borrow that little pink while you were out for him? Pen? Yeah, thank you. To whom it may concern, the Hancock children are no longer attending government schools. Signed it. Put it down. Turn around. Walked out. Never looked back.
0: and they do they don't mess with them all right guys it's spring that's right and you know what that means pound town action that's right today's show is brought to you by our good friends at blue chew it's time to dig yourself out of the winter hibernation spring is here and it's time to get sprung with blue chew that's right this episode Sponsored by Blue Chew. Okay, guys, confidence can take you far in life. It also helps in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to play and drop the hammer of the gods on your unsuspecting lady, or dude depending on what kind of hole you like to hit okay and that's where blue chew comes in blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra cialis but in a, but in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost okay you can take them anytime day or night so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises for pa! Pound Town. Everyone's going to Pound Town, wrecking the holes at Pound Town. So, whether you're into ladies or men, Pound Town, Mayor of Pound Town, and to make it happen. The process is simple. Sign up at Blue Chew. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So there's no visit to the doctor's office or any awkward conversation. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. Just get your little chewable tablet, take it, and wreck shop, okay? And guess what? It's American-made for American boners for American holes, okay? Wrecking shop. Is the most patriotic thing you can do. All right? I'm thinking about getting Blue Chew tattooed on my ding dong. That's how much I love it. Okay? It starts out as BC and expands the Blue Chew like a young Christian warrior. (laughs) Okay? So this is what we're going to do. If you could benefit with a little extra confidence when it comes time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we we got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Tinfoil at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueJew.com promo code Tinfoil to receive your first month free. Visit BlueJew.com for more details and, and important safety information. We thank BlueJew for safe, for sponsoring this show. Come get weird. Yeah. So
1: then later we did private school, junior and senior high. They went to uh, uh, Phoenix Christian Junior Senior High. But uh, and there was some indoctrination there with a you know a, a religious school, but it was way you know less than. I mean, they still had the army recruiter coming, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I could see that even when I was younger, I was in high school and so on. I started college. I go to ASU. affirmative ACTION was deep in. I was screwed all kind of yep. you know, programs and so on. So to think that this stuff is new, it's not. This Marxist taken over thing they knew from way back when this is how they were going to do it. And it went generation after generation. Then they get social media, flip the switch. Boom. We got them. Here we go. And now, I mean, you look at what's
0: what's going on in Oregon. Like they're trying to get rid of math and science because under the guise that it's racist racist and it's just, and, and you're like, how does that help anybody? Like, how do you go? This is a good thing. This is a you know, I've always said this, you know, and Johnny, I'd love to hear your opinion on this. Like when you read Shakespeare and when Shakespeare came out, there seemed to be this notion of that the middle and lower class striving to be, you know, upper class. And it just seems like now there's just this movement to like really make everybody mediocre. There's no striving to be better. There's no having to go through it to get to it. You know, stumbling because you're not good enough that moment, working so hard on growing and being a better person and learning more, even though it was hard for you. That, That seems to be like gone. And I think it's done purposefully. And we're yeah. so worried about hurting people's feelings now. Instead, like, dude, I, I'm gonna be honest. Don't with violate you, somebody's self-esteem? Yeah, I mean, I'm at the kids' park with my kids. I love them to death. I don't put up with nothing. I'll put. I, I'm old school, dad. Nope, no, we don't do that. Everyone else is trying to get to know their kids' feelings. I'm like, nope. Tripoli girls don't do that. Triple e's don't do that, you know. I probably did a ton of that, but with, I'm gonna to try to get them. <laughs> you, now, you, you know, know, better. You know, try to get that like <laughs> hard, hard love. So when at 18 and they're, they're gonna go do whatever they want, I gave them the most skills I possibly could, and it just doesn't seem like they're trying. And, and to be honest with you, based on how much money they've been pulling out of the education system, which that is done purposefully as well. I don't blame some of these teachers for just being like, whatever, you know, it's you, like, you basically want, I, I, listen, teachers, I teachers are driven out. Yeah, they are driven out, dude. They're driven out. And what it is, is just like, it's the system where since you were a kid, they've been, they've been rewarding you to play. You get rewards for playing ball. The more you play in the system, the more they reward you, the more they give you gold stars, the more you get on the Dean's list. And then they just what happens is you keep playing ball and you keep following orders and they just corral you into this thing where you don't have a lot of options and you're not happy where you are because you complied your way into something that doesn't mean anything to you. And it's, it's very not a meritocracy
1: limiting. anymore. It's supposed to, they, they sell this equity of outcome, you know, as a, you don't have to do anything because they're going to give it to you anyway, you know, you're, you're owed it. And I went through this phase in the eighties, you know, a lot of people, when I'm in business and hiring people, they're like, yeah, but I got a degree. I got a degree. You got a degree. I got a degree. You know, this is my, I get a job card or something. I'm like, wow, who, who told you that? You know, when did that happen? you know, how did yeah. that you know, come yeah. into it? And um, so a lot of times, and I, and I came across it this way, it's so many of these little micro things that they do that you could just see society going away. And I remember somebody told me one time, if you want to see the future, look at in the society, what is rewarded and what is punished. If, you know, uh, productivity, you know, progressive income tax, you know, uh, is punished, we're well, going to get less of it. You know, if you, You know, if you're uh, punishing, you know, assertiveness and and ranking ingenuity and and you didn't get your permit and all this kind of stuff, well, you're going to get less of that. And what do you get more of? What's supported? You get subsidized disability and, you know, and, uh, 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 you know, yeah, with some of the you know the, the dependence and you know whatever these uh, welfare and whatever you know you sit on your ass you're getting funded. Yeah, you, you actually work you get punished. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you can see where that goes. The future is going to reflect those kind of values implemented by force and taking your money and redistributing. So I'm going yeah, we're going down the dark side then because if we're using that criteria, we're screwed. So this meritocracy thing, you know, you can see it. You know, starting to come back just out of freaking necessities. So we don't die. You know, that's one of the things about humanity. We just keep on keeping on because we cast this crap off every now and then. And you had Michael Rowe from uh, Dirty Jobs and so on. He started a university, a, a tech school, you know, for people to learn how to freaking well. You know, yeah. brick mm-hmm. to do that. These guys are all making bank now.
0: One hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. It's like, ladies, you want a job? A guy with a good job? Go find yourself a plumber. Right. Go find yourself an electrician. Go find yourself a welder. Okay, stop trying to date dangerous guys. That, you know, <laughs> in this, uh, in our society we call we call guys who are assholes dangerous they're dangerous i'm going to have that conversation with my daughters you know what bad boys make bad boyfriends make bad husbands how old are your daughters there are only two, brother. <laughs> He's the of the game.
2: <laughs> You know, those he are just good paying jobs. I mean, like electric, people who work with those, like, line workers. Union. There's, there's something, and nobody, you'll never hear any teachers or anybody, like, telling people, suggesting those kinds of jobs to people. You know, it's all like, oh, you want to be an artist and make no money and live on your ass. Or Dude. you could, you know, be making hundred grand a year, working the line in South Carolina and living like a king. You never yeah, hear that kind of occupational job advice I, I mean uh you know career advice from teachers. well it was
0: actually johnny like kids who went to tech school were kind of laughed at oh my yeah. god they're going and you're like those are the guys who are killing it right now and women that are killing it right now
2: huge demand women. for those jobs i had a 2.0 which is as slow as it can go and they still were encouraging me to go to cal, uh, cal state they're like yeah. oh you could do it why would you send me there when i have the lowest gpa to possibly go
0: Cause so, Dude, somebody I, making I, money, they get a cut. They want that's it. their job. That's it. And they want you uh in debt. They want you selling debt, doctrinated, you know, coming out with very little options and just taking a job so you could pay your pay off your student loan. And you're screwed, man. You're just, it's just like how many, and how many people go to school for something and actually get a job in that uh, in, in that area not anymore dude and it's just indoctrination 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 and it's and what else it is it is now we've now extended this thing we made up called childhood now we've extended it to 22 23 years old okay that's oh what you're on the
1: health insurance yeah. or your parents for 26 now or something right I mean, so yeah. it's like
0: never have to grow up and and you know, it's like we were just kind of talking um, about like Coachella is going on right now. And we were watching some of the bands and, you know, corporate stuff is just it's such hot garbage right now. Where, you know, you were watching Netflix just crash and burn, you know, uh, Sp- Spotify just got rid of the Obamas off there. I mean, Netflix is doing bad. CNN. Do you guys see this? CNN mm-hmm. Plus. Is already done. They've already laid really? the cord on it. They already had
1: like 10,000 subscribers. Wow. You know, and this is people with millions. I mean, people are seeing, you know, it's a go broke thing. You know, I, I want to bring this up. You, you, you know, you reminded me of something that came across today in the previous show is that when you go online, a lot of, uh, you know, Dr. Frank, you know, a guy I do a show with, he, um, a lot of his favorite movie reviewers aren't reviewing new movies anymore. Cause they all suck so much that they're reviewing old movies. They're going in, you will know, do a thing on Cleopatra or Ben-Hur and or Miss Smith goes to Washington or whatever the hell they're doing, you know, and then you see the number, this is just within the last year, the number one movie, I mean, number one album was queen. You know, I'm going, what? You know, this is, that stuff is so bad now. It's so bad. They're having, you know, just in free market decided decide to go, I like this album. I like these, this whole group. You know what? And you listen to the music now. And I, you know, I feel like an old fogey. hey eh, turn that down. You know, I'm going to turn it up. I mean, you know, so this is, <laughs> as I'm listening to Classic Rock you, or dude. something, you're going to the, the new pop or the latest, greatest of whatever pop culture's got. And it's the same guys doing the same song with the same beat and different lyrics of, you know, boomity bitty, boom, bitty, boom, whatever the hell it is. And wow. then you go listen to classic rock and you got totally new riffs, you know, very different, you know, complex, you know, like might as well be an opera. I mean, oh, you know,
0: I they're like five minutes songs. Now these songs are all two and a half, three minutes. And they're all just, uh, they're all just hooks now. It's like, we found love, you know, and it just, they just say the same thing over. I, there's I, no I lyrics. There's no nothing. There's no journey. And, but here's the thing I want to say, because I don't want to sound like, a uh, you know, old guys get off the lawn. We've already like, I, I've already had XG who's only in his twenties experience what it's like to be an old man. We were getting an elevator and these three uh, teenage chicks are like, no, nah, we'll grab another elevator. And XG is like, Oh dude, they didn't want to get in the. Oh, <laughs> with I'm like, that welcome, moment. brother. Welcome. Sad but- moment. <laughs> uh, you know, for as much as people hate Spotify or Pandora, I've discovered so many great bands and it's just what's going to happen to Hollywood. And I've said this before, is it's going to go the way of FM radio. I, if you turned on FM radio right now, you wouldn't be out of the last f- fm radio is kind of like riding a bowl like you just try to hold on for eight seconds and see if you can go more than eight <laughs> seconds without changing the channel and you, ju- you just can't do it it's because the songs are just low frequency bullshit and it's like what and you're never going to not have that because there's a certain segment of society that that just is, they don't want to think. They just want, you know, they just want hooks. They want the same beat over and over again. They don't want anything. They want any doubt. You know, I was just talking about this. I did a show last night at the Comedy Store. I love the Comedy Store. It was great to go up. I mean, these crowds, you can't even do anything provocative anymore. They, the sarcasm is like very rarely understood in L.A. right now. And it's so sad because when I started, when I started, you would do all your kind of crazier, hipper shit in L.A. And then you go on the road and you would have to dumb it down and make it a little simpler for the crowds. It's not like that. It's completely and utterly flipped now. It's like now these like the everything is taken literal. I said that last night. Cro- I'm like, oh, is this the crowd that takes everything literal? Is that what we're doing? Is this a, you guys? N- nobody gets sarcasm here. And it's just like they just stare in such, oh, my God, you said something that was just a little off Do color. You perform oh my- at
1: colleges or universities anymore?
0: I haven't done that in years, bro. And I I, I stopped a long time ago, dude. I stopped a long time ago. And the comedy. I love the Comedy Store. I'll, I'll always be a part of that. But I'm really questioning whether I'm going to have to start picking and choosing what shows I go up to. I mean like even the guys who are considered edgy out here if you really watch them it, 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 they're just talking about everyday shit and it's like I get that I get that there's a relatability to that but you're not really in these crazy times you're not talking about all the hey, crazy Let me let me
1: ask you in your shows when you do this stuff is there a obvious philosophical bent that you have I mean do they see you oh he's a he's a He's an anarchist, a libertarian, a voluntarist or whatever. Well, I mean, like in L.A.,
0: they're like, oh, he's a conservative, which I am not at all. I know people don't want to believe that I'm not. I am. I am live and let live. Okay. I think things like the Second Amendment to me is a liberal idea. Okay. I don't care what you do in, in your own home with consenting adults. As long as you don't hurt children or other people, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life, as long as you're not intruding on other people's stuff. But they see me because I don't just. The problem is, and we've talked about this on the show before, but it's like they corralled us into these giant cities, made us all join corporate gigs, and if we don't toe the company line, we never get promoted or we get ran out. And nobody wants. Nobody. Not only do they not want to challenge the official narrative, they don't want you challenging it because then it makes them look bad for not challenging and it. it makes them have to think that maybe something else is going on and you feel it you can feel them lock lock their brains lock you feel them get angry they sulk they stare at you and it's just like i don't All know right. i saw your show in person
1: at flow fest last year the kind of show that you do there. I'm not thinking you're doing at the LA comedy club. Well, oh, I'm yeah, trying, is.
0: bro. I've been trying, and dude, it's just really weird. It's just really weird. It just used to be savagery there, and it's not that. I, dude, I love the comedy store. I, I mean, I love it. You know, it. this I, is one thing. You know, you got. I give you, a, you know, some props to
1: my family. I got two boys, two girls. My oldest is a girl, and the youngest is a girl, and a woman. You know, before I get slapped. But the um, <laughs> um, my oldest. I remember. When I driving with her was like, you know, the nightmare to begin with, but it, this is what she would do. She'd had her fingers on the uh radio buttons, you know, and would be like, you know, <laughs> you know, I can name that song in half a note. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, Pick something. Oh my God, you're killing me here. <laughs> you know, so at least uh, she didn't have to go to the, you know ride the bull eight seconds she just you know <laughs> but, um you know um and whatever she likes i still have no freaking idea you know but um uh my youngest daughter she's a big sam tripoli fan oh. and i and uh, the fact that you know she somehow she was on the site and saw that you and i did something to get that float book all of a sudden i got street cred I didn't even put <laughs> her up on your show. I knew that. I said, "When you get this show done, I'm going to send it to her. She'd be like, what? You know, all of a sudden, I got a street cred. So she. You put
0: out great kids, dude. You put exactly out great kids.
1: <laughs> you know, so her big thing is, is uh, she likes your stand-up. Well, she's not one of these people sitting in the crowd going, just like, yeah, give me all the set there. What for? you know, get some after the and she's married to a Hispanic guy. I got little brown babies, you know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, so
1: I got extra holidays. I got, <laughs>
0: you
1: know, uh, George, your <laughs> husband's awesome guy, and he went. He works at um, Nicola, Okay, well, you know, making you know eighteen-wheeler battery trucks or whatever. But and my, one of my sons worked there also. But he went to tech school. He learned how to fix cars is uh george um Amor sanchez you know so it's gas automotives all right <laughs> well he did that well he got the gig and he wanted that nickel up but he still has you know a thing he runs out of his garage nice epoxy beautiful garage you know as every man caves dream with a big tv of whatever right so he's in there he's always fixing somebody he's making bank doing that why he'll never starve because he went to tech school. He knows how to okay. work on freaking
0: cars. 100%.
1: Now he's doing electric trucks. You know, has uh, that boy got, you know, some skills? Hey, man, you know, my daughter's going to be taken care of. So this is, plus she's a little entrepreneur and has her own businesses and so on. So I'm just like, you know, and and both of them are big Sam Tripoli fans. So I can't wait to get the,
0: the link to this video. (laughs) Yeah, where you got smart kids, man. You know, it's very interesting going back to the comedy store last night. So uh, I have this bit I'm ending about how, you know, West Hollywood is mecca of gay here and how um it's really crazy how, like, the gay community in West Hollywood is so afraid of COVID and it makes me laugh (laughs) that that demographic is afraid of this virus, right? You know? And... It's, a, it's you know, because, you know, they didn't. Because kind Fauci of screwed him with the AIDS, tried to kill him back then, too. They didn't shut down one gay bar during AIDS, but they're shutting down every fucking yoga shop during fucking yogurt shop during uh, COVID. And the crowd was quiet, except for one group of all gay men couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> they couldn't stop laughing. And that's where we are right now. That's where we are. People's likes are so good. That they're getting offended on other people's behalfs. That's where it's going. They're getting mad. They're getting offended on other people's yeah. behalfs. No, it's a, a white woman BLM thing. I mean, yeah, you know,
1: right? You know, right? you know. I remember this one guy was spoofing. He was a, a young black man that was going on the street, getting you know the blonde women to apologize for their whiteness. <laughs> you know, and I'm going, who are these people? And the fact that he, you know, saw the 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 logic and, and the irony of being able to do that. I'm like, wow. Right. I mean, there's some illness going on here, you know, and I was reading uh, in the previous show, there was a woman that did a, a special with Tucker Carlson or something. And what she was talking about was at 15, she was so influenced on the Tumblr you know, and started going down the dark side. She started at 18. She goes to Planned Parenthood, which I didn't even know you could do this. She goes to Planned Parenthood where they're giving testosterone injections. She was, she's a trans man. She was convinced online. Then she gets to be like 20, whatever. And she's going, yeah, man, I would, that was an illness. I got to getting off of this and doing, and she says, fortunately, mm-hmm. I didn't suffer any, you know, major long-term.
0: 100%. Damage, but I'm like, got brain damage, you know? but 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 why are we in a place where we have to push back against parents doing it to their children like what is that what, like when the minute you grab your child there is a bond there at least for me that all you want to do is love them. And all you want to do is what's best for them. And all your, your sins and your character defects that, you know, that you think you have, all you want to do is just work on getting rid of them. So you don't pass that down to the next generation. Yeah, Better than my dad. <laughs> right. Right, And I'm sure your dad tried to my dad. I think my God, I thank God for my dad's like completely ridiculous way of operating in life that just was completely wrong in every way Uh, in terms of how he dealt with people, business and personal relationships that I got to see what happens when you do that, because I was heading down that path. So I was able to go, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to do that. If you can't be, I say it all the time. I don't know why God gave me two daughters, but I guess if you can't be an example, be a warning. Right. And so that's kind of how it goes. But You know, we you know, we live in Hollywood. There's these famous stage moms. We have all these creepers out here getting busted with children, like really young children. And you're like, you hear the story like Michael Jackson. People are like, yeah, people put their kids on a fucking bus to go hang out with Michael Jackson for the weekend. You're like, what? How does your spider senses not tingle?
1: I don't, well, they I don't, got different senses. They, they, their goals are different. They're messed up. They're messed up in the head to begin with. They value, you know, the, the wrong things. You know, it's just, you know, but I always wanted a boy. We'll give, <laughs> give her testosterone when she's, you know, 12 or something. It's you know, so
0: I, crazy, I, dude. It's, um,
1: the, the real study is who are these parents? What, what made them that way? Why are they? And I Where did see, they meet? online it's okay yeah
0: where page. where did a woman and a man who thinks it's okay for their daughter to to transition or their their son to transition where do these two people meet
2: on tinder ten,
0: no probably at some rocky horror show right where they do <laughs> the recreations california california, <laughs> california. definitely saying? california
1: well you <laughs> know what? I, do you think in just, you know, being an adult and going through, you know, and having a family and children and so on, that um, this craziness is representative of what percentage of the American population? And I'm going, yeah, I don't think it's that much. It's just amplified.
0: No, yeah. well, no, this, is, this is cultural Marxism that has be, been rebranded as ESG, environmental social governance, which is hilarious because... Even even th- that talking point about what the relabeling is, they, they've controlled that. Because if it was what it really is, it's environmental, social, corporate governance. They, they, that tells you right there what they want. They want corporations to govern everything, right? But the, it's known mm-hmm. as ESG, uh, uh, environmental, social governance. And this is all P-hacking, it's called, Ernest. P-hacking, that's where you it's select- hacking. It's 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 where you select a certain data and isolate it with other data to make it seem like that's a trend or a movement going on. Right. So if you go on social media, there's nothing but trans everywhere. Good luck finding any in real life. There's just not enough of them anywhere. Not that they don't exist or they don't have the right to exist. There's just not enough of them. You would have to take. It would take you forever to find a, a trans out in the open in Oklahoma or Kansas <laughs> or any of that place. Right. Okay. I
1: want to, I want to get you all, you guys, you know, comment on this one. This is, you know, you know, Sam just kind of brought up something. It's that, not
0: real. That's what I'm saying.
1: I mean, no, it's not, but it's represented, represented in, you know, it's presented, big platforms, yeah. like Disney. Okay. Yeah, it's presented. When, when I remember when, um, uh, the little mermaid came out on DVD on the front cover. One of the spires of like kind of the underwater castle yep. that was there mm-hmm. with a the big penis. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, I had one. Don't tell me it didn't exist. I'm sitting there looking at it. You yeah. know, I go who stayed after school on that one. Who got in trouble? Who got the Oreo cookie? Cause they were able to get it in. I mean, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm going who intentionally did this, who passed this, how far did this, was this like a game? And then there wasn't really any big giant apology or mea and, you know, Disney's part or anything. Then you get with, you know, all the Mouseketeers and all that crap, you know, the, the Mickey Mouse Club and what they're doing. You think that you're electronically babysitting your kid, you know, and say, oh, yeah, go watch Disney. It's OK. Nickelodeon, it's OK. And they got the gayest gay of the gayest trans gay you know, show. Right. And- You don't think so. And it's Christina Aguilera, you know, Britney Spears. It was, uh, I don't know if Timberlake had anything to do with them or not. But then uh, uh, Miley Cyrus, okay? Miley Cyrus, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus's kid, you know, all of a sudden she's on, I remember my kids, oh yeah, you know, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana was Miley Cyrus. You know, she was a character that said whatever the hell it was. I, I don't care. So she's up there and then boom, she hits of age. Her father takes her out. She starts twerking and tonguing and doing
0: and rubbing on and doing whatever. The Tugging hell. and doing and rubbing on, on is day. exactly what she was doing. It
1: was in a day. It was like flip the strike. It was planned all this time. We're going to be on. Woo, the real money's coming in. We're with the program. Then you get people like Katy Perry, you know, comes out and they're all great. And I, No, no matter what video you happen to see a, a minute of or all the popular videos. All right. It's like sending the clone chick. She goes, Send in the horns. They got to have horns. You know, it's a horn thing. they got to be, you know, some beastie, whatever the fuck is going on. I'm like, What the hell? And I got to give Sam big credit on this. It was Mel Krell. You introduced me to her. He said, You got to talk to her from Hollywood. That it's a, I go, man, it's like a religion. She goes, yeah, it's a religion with these people. So this it really that's is. What, that's what I want you guys to comment on, being in L.A. and so on. Is this like a – there's got to be a, a, a secret handshake or a club <laughs> place or something with these people because they're going at it.
0: Well, you know, what it, what it is, dude, is, again, it's like everybody's just following the leader, you know, and it's, it's group think. Nobody wants – to rock the boat so as crazy and so it takes somebody like a bill maher who you know Regards what you think of him, he seems to be pushing back on this because he's so set. If they fired him from his job, he'd never have to work again a day in his life. So he has nothing really to lose at that point. But we're just seeing, just like this is people complying, complying, complying. They're all complying. These young, so I was having a conversation with a comic who's a, a little younger than me. I'd say he's like his late 20s, early 30s. And he was talking about how all these comics now are coming up and they're just doing politically correct stuff. Everything's about race, about sex, about, you know, all this stuff. And he's like, he goes, it makes me really sad. I go, doesn't make me sad at all. It allows a guy who's almost turning 50 still to be relevant because these kids are doing something that is completely mediocre. And they do not understand that art isn't there to fucking make uh, pacify people. art is there to elicit a response it is, it is meant to inspire both happiness and anger. The notion that people are getting uncomfortable and that is not good art is truly a sad state of affairs. But it's like we said earlier, Hollywood is going to go the way of FM radio. It will always be there and the stupid will watch it and they'll they'll enjoy it. I have good friends on FM radio. I want them to be able to work for the rest of their life. They'll certainly be like, dude, this thing is a, a, a haunted house. That's what I'm working in right now because it's just, oh. just the ghosts of, uh, of radio past that are going through the halls that keep it going, right? Nobody's, but it's always going to be there because there's going to be people who just want to take the quickest, easiest way out to numb themselves. But this growing movement on the outside – that is really, really flourishing right now and growing in it. You know, you're a big part of it. Float that's a big part of it. You know, we got, the, you know, the Legion of Skanks. They're like their whole comedy world. And, you know, Joe Rogan, what Rogan's doing. And Doug Salem's been doing it forever. There's now this, this ecosystem where people can be themselves and live a wonderful, wonderful life and make money doing it. And it wasn't there before. So my point with you and I really want to get into is like, how decentralized can we get? I I mean, and, and I don't even think we have to worry about everybody. I just want to say those who want to say themselves, I don't give a shit about the sleeping lions. I'm not trying to wake anybody up anymore. This show. Yeah. I promote this show on my, you know, Instagram, stuff like that. For the people who who listen, I want them to know new episodes out. But I am not here to go, hey, man, everybody listen to this. Find it when you're ready to find it. And when you find it, you're going to see what's going on. You'll hear here earlier than you'll hear on any of these other shows that are like, I call it safe danger. They all do safe danger. It's stuff that now is safe to talk about that we were talking about a year, two years, Ernie, you've been talking about for decades. Okay. I mean, that's what, that's what we're for, dude. And there's, and and people will find when they want to find, I have no desire to wake up anybody. But the question is how decentralized can we get
1: down to the individual, you know, that has to be Wait, I got a mower going by here. Damn, That's fine. He's loving the bus.
0: Now hold on. It, I, it looks like your windows are frosted. Are they frosted?
1: No, they just got one of those Mylar sunblock things. I
0: respect oh, it. Okay, now and I
1: see the it. green screen back here. I have and everything. It's just a no, dude, outside. dude. I have a fucking but I, but I dig,
0: refrigerator back here. Don't no, worry no, no, about it. No, no, no. We're jo- low fi, dog.
1: That, that was my whole plan from the beginning. I wanted it to be the star field on the Winnebago from Spaceballs. Uh, yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know. So yeah, I get to it later. You know, we had our own studio and everything. We went on the road and I go, hell, the bus is the man. How many times has he got to move in front of my door? What the hell? <laughs> you know, he, he it's not it's no not coming over, over here, Ernest. Uh, yeah,
2: we can't hear it's it. So don't, don't worry over about it, Okay, don't well, worry I can, about
1: it. I can hardly hear. Um, decentralization. This is why, you know, um, I would pull up uh, pirateswithoutborders.com. Pirateswithoutborders.com was done you know, by me as a promotion of decentralization of everything down to the individual, certainly down to the, you know, small community or the family or held the individual, because the decentralization is what We, we could get a lot of evidence of that as we look for things like the printing press, where you decentralize. You know, the priest tells you what's in the Bible or what's what, or the king, you know, would tell you, oh my God, I can read a freaking book. How about that? Of course, it's better than a monk, you know, taking forever to do one book. But, you know, it's uh, when you get the printing press, then you have, you get, you know, fresh problems coming up, which is why Martin Luther got in trouble. The Lutherans, you know, he's like, hey, man, he doesn't need to be your priest. You be your own priest. Here, read the book, you know? So they go, oh, hell no. You know, the knowledge out there, decentralized down to individuals. No, they need a priest to tell them what they need to know. You know, that kind of crap. Well, um, it happens in everything, all information. And the decentralization of power, you know, electricity. I got solar on the bus and 12, you know, uh, 12 KW in storage. I'm good, man. I can run all kinds of crap. So I'm going, all right, decentralization of growing your own food your well water, on and on and on and on and on. How much can we decentralize? A bunch, that's how much, you know? And that's what we should as a philosophy. We are much more robust that way. We're much more able to weather a lot of different kinds of storms. And one of the main things is communication. This is why you and I, you know, we have discussed this so much. And the IPFS thing, you go to pirate. Box info, no piratebox.info, right? Right. Piratebox.info, and you have a device there. I mean, you know, it's you know, we're still learning how to boot from it and doing all kinds, but to be able to save any file, a PDF, a graphic, an MP3, an MP4, and it never go away. You know that you can share that link with any and everybody. It's a named file that's hosted a bunch of places, not just one. Address on a server rack somewhere that they hellfire missile at, you know, so when you say things like uh you know I'm thinking of this when you're giving your your last rant here is that well sooner or later they're gonna find part one through seventeen of Sam Tripoli's view of whatever the hell it is, yeah, and then they're gonna go just like Corbett the videos or my show mm-hmm. or any of this kind of stuff you're gonna tap a cord with someone. That will be some two, that will be some many, you know, be some bunch. Okay. And it's something that just sparks inspiration in them or a view that they didn't have before or a way to articulate that they couldn't, they knew something was wrong. And if they have that place to go to, if they got the IPNS, you know, webpage version of Sam Tripoli, just like we got James, you know, they'll go there when they shut everything down, that will always be there. And that when we did the one, when they did uh, uh, the video Mickey Willis did on Dr. Judy uh, called uh, Plandemic. They did the Plandemic and they kept whack-a-mole on it. Yeah, no, nope, this yeah, will not yeah. be applied. No, nope, yeah. you're not allowed to see this. No, nope, yeah. this is canceled. This is done. This is platform. You're demonetized. Nobody. I go, give me that. We put it up on IPFS. It got downloaded one billion times with a beat. Okay. Yo mama. <laughs> All right. So I just, this is the point that i'm making as i'm going look you can't stop the signal you can beat everybody with a pirate box pirate box.info you can be mr universe
0: everything goes somewhere and you go everywhere tell, hold tell me more about this box so is this box is it just uh is it data is it files is it a server? Is it a website? What is it? What is it exactly? Tell it. Tell, speaking stupid. Okay. All so right. I, I can understand it.
1: This is a device. 150 bucks. You can get it and you plug it in to your computer and you're done.
0: And it I saves just, all your files. Is that what we're doing right now? Well, you or can't. It decentralize you from the internet? It's the pirate box. Okay. It goes in and this is what we're saying. Okay. I'll tell you
1: how it started. Thanks, Tom. How it started was like this, as a content provider. Now, this is for, you know, Zavi and Johnny and all you guys, you know, pay attention to it because this is going to get you guys – this is what – oh, my God, he did that? I mean, you know, okay, here it goes. I cannot, will not load MP4s of a three-hour show Monday through Friday every day Onto to mind stamp, bit, bit shoot, YouTube, mm-hmm, rumble, mm-hmm. you know, float back, that, 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 you know, because I want to stay married.
0: Yeah, My wife <laughs>
1: is the one doing it. And yeah. she's sitting there watching spinning wheels for the rest of her life. And <laughs> then it goes, oh, I'm sorry. It didn't take you. I'll do it again. <laughs> you we're not. When we first started the bus trip, you don't always have fiber optic. You don't have, right, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. Right. So um, to be able to load those up, it's diligent. It's all day, every day thing, sitting there just loading up your videos. And I'm going, baby, don't worry about it. We're not going to go down that road. We're not because we had already started the IPFS thing by then, anyway. And um, so I go, look, as a content provider, which, you know, uh, Tim Foil Hat ton- content providing, all right? You go, we I are got providing. a con. And I was introduced to you by uh, Tim Pichotte. Tim Pichotte was a big Tim is Tim great. Foil hat Tim. Fan, okay? Tim is so great. That's how I found out about you. So then, um, a friend says, yeah, go over here and you can see this guy and it's gone. And it's deep- <laughs> that one is decent is censored because you said something that I really wanted to hear about it. Most popular. The reason I'm here is the one they took away. So, and on freedoms Phoenix, you know, we would have all these stories and a lot of videos. they like, Oh, I'm sorry. That video has been taken down because we can't, you know, that happens all the time.
0: Yeah. It
1: 100%. So I'm going, so then I had on just a few days ago, I had, um, Zach Voorhees, the Google, whistle yeah, the Google mm-hmm. whistleblower. Yep, yep. So he started a thing called uh blast.video. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of, great. And well, you know, this is my view. I could see what he did. He took the drudge report and made it videos. Okay. So, but it's all the stuff that they're getting demonetized or getting de whatever. But it's stupiders on YouTube. It's so and so on YouTube. It's such and such. On Rumble, it's so and so on whatever. And I'm going, okay, do you save that content? No, it's just a link. Okay. So if you go there and it's deleted, it's deleted. And I'm oh. going, well, that doesn't do me any good. I mean, but. the very things that you are putting up are the very things I want to see. And I might want to see it a year from now or a week from now or 100% now, or, or, and then it's gone. I'm going, you didn't solve it
0: or any 100% dude. You know, like this dead internet thing is super real. And it's just like, I, I was just talking the other day about how like Reddit, the conspiracy subreddit about 2015 was pure fire. It was pure fire conspiracies. You could get everything you need there. It's dead now they've destroyed it's
1: are we going to take advantage I'm yeah just go for it buddy i'm right, sober
0: because right. i have a problem with drugs and alcohol <laughs> and i'll fucking suck my own dick here live on the show if i start doing drugs <laughs> but the point is this so all this all these links are gone brother all these links are gone a great example dude and this happened in a day ernie a day so this whole thing about uh how do you pronounce it johnny was desivere remdesivir remdesivir okay so there were all these links about how fauci had used it to treat like ebola or eboli and it had disastrous effects and i went to google i looked it up disaster does that i mean kill it off fucking fatalities should be used again two days later i'm going to find it because i want to show up my friend brian kellen i couldn't find any of those links all those no. links Gone, dude. True you...
1: stream media just did a video on that very thing. Gone. You know, they're, you know, they're, they're all gone. Gone. That's you know they. All right. So let me finish the spiel. As I'm as a content provider, what are you saving? Ones and zeros. It's binary. You know, it's digital. Yeah, yep. it's ones and zeros. Where do I put ones and zeros? I want to take these ones and zeros, put them over there. It doesn't get censored. Can't be deleted. It's not going to be edited. It's not going to be available to everybody, but whenever I want to use it, I put it up on my site, go over there and see it and peace out, you know, copy it, download it, whatever you want to do. That right there was not possible. You had to go through some central place or some platform or some, something, something, but. In the early 90s, when the internet first started and we were saving, you're communicating on, you know, FidoNet or Paul Net or this, it, it was some server that was a computer sitting at the knees of some geek friend you had that you would, you know, communicate and then it would federate with something else. So, you know, a lot of this stuff that we're going back to with like Matrix and Defederation and Nodes and, and Lightning and all this other crap that you keep hearing about. That's how, as a young activist, I thought the internet was going to develop. That was it. Yeah. Nope. World Wide Web. They come in the World Wide Web, and it's a web of we got you, okay? And I go, yep, we're going to have to go through this because this is going to go bad. I know, it. you know, so we got to go through this. There was um, some videos called Epic um, 2015 or so. You know, there's a lot of stuff, you know, people had done a decade ago or more kind of warning of this kind of stuff from our perspective. So I'm going, okay. Well, I need to be able to save ones and zeros somewhere. And there was a company, an effort called Madesafe, uh, M-A-I-D-S-A-F-E, net, And you go watch that. And it was kind of an IPFS thing. And he's going, oh, man, this is it. This is the crap. I had him on the show. We talked about it, pumped it up. I go, man, this is going to be great. Five hours. They raised, God, $7 million or something. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Boom, done. It's over the funding thing. They thought it was going to go months, you know, for them to get the money. I don't think you guys understand how important this, this uh, you know, non-censorship thing, because they were arguing it as like WikiLeaks for individuals kind of deal. Right. So then that kind of, you know, they're developing and can, they, and they can't, and, you know, VCs want certain things, you know, it kind of gets co-opted and whatever. Then um, came uh, my IT guy, he, you know, super geek. And he goes like this. He says, I think this IPFS thing is what you need. What you've been talking about, you, know, you need to look at this. It was a year or two before I even realized it was the uh, communication protocol for Filecoin, because that, that was what Filecoin was—you know—going to use this as their thing. They go, but the reason they didn't continue the development of it for content providers do this was one reason they hadn't figured out how to keep you from gaming the system, because if you stored. Sam Tripoli's data on your computer, you have nodes and you give up part of your hard drive or you get like a pirate stick or something like that. You don't get paid for storing it or paid for disseminating the data because it would get gamed like they would with Google AdWords. You know, they just have robots clicking it. Look, at all these files I have. Look how much I disseminate. I'll give you my crypto. So they couldn't figure that out or didn't want to, or the VCs. Prevented them or whatever the hell is going on, so they didn't develop it, you know, or they're trying to, they're working. I go wait, 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 wait. I want to ask a question. So what you're saying is, right now, I can take and store this show up on interplanetary file system to where it's on a bunch of nodes that it can't be censored or deleted. It has a hash that's associated with, so you know that's it, and um. Uh, Anybody can go watch it. And the more people that go watch it, the more popular it is, the faster it goes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but you can't monetize it. They go, but you don't get paid for doing that. I go, you stupid freaking morons. Do you know how much I'd pay to do that? You know, I just want to strangle you guys. They're going, yeah, but you're not going to be able to make money. It needs to be incentivized. I go, you know what the incentive is? I want to save my freaking data. That's the incentive. You, I just want to backhand all you guys. You know, I just did. So when we do this, what do we do? We are storing the data for when they need to find the five-part series of Save the Planet of Sam Tripoli.
0: That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing, dude. That's what we're doing. So- Do you have hope for the future?
1: So much so that I am thoroughly convinced that if humanity wasn't able to thwart the evil intent of all bad guys since forever for history when they've had even more domination and control over the masses, we'd be extinct by now. I mean, this this is humanity marches on or not. The only thing that I am genuinely afraid of, and for years I've been saying this, In the end, freedom always wins. It just gets really messy first. The problem is, is what if they could change us as humans? What if there was an injection, uh, something in the food, the water, the air, the whatever the hell, that they get to where we're not human anymore? that we don't have these desires to keep on keeping on that. We can't even be capable of a meritocracy. We're drooling on each other. Our IQ is below 80. I mean, you know what, what if they change us to a point that they couldn't beat humanity. So they had to literally change it or eliminate it. Yeah. They wouldn't do that. That'd be wrong. You know? So I want, yeah, these guys are bad. They're bad. You know? So I want to make sure that um, we have a chance and the biggest chance that I see and my focus for a lot at the expense of how popular I could be or how many followers I got or how much money I can make, I have supporters that are supportive of this one concept that we are out there inspiring people to act, that it's not futile, and that the saving of your information and your communication is all important. If we don't do that, Nothing you say ever accumulates into an understanding. They just want it to delete as you said it. No, you got to say it. You got free speech. It's just not there for the future. There's no accumulation. My experience in activism has been it's always accumulative. You add more credibility. The next thing that you uh, predicted, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. When you have that accumulation of credibility, of wisdom, that's the future is credibility. Now, Sam Tripoli's that, you know, last this whole thing are still there. You know, how, how much more credible are you going to be than the latest fad that Amazon comes out with their Netflix special of who gives a crap? Still you know?
0: cooking with gas. Still cooking with gas. That's I think what you're talking
1: about is done. They're 30 percent down. I canceled my Netflix over a year ago because it yeah. was just a waste of freaking remote time. I'm like, yeah, what the hell. Yeah. Now, now you're seeing that. I wasn't the only one thinking that everybody was
0: and and it's huge, dude. It's huge. It's huge. I mean, CNN plus didn't even get a chance. I told you it was going to, they're going to delete it. I just didn't think it was going to be this quick. I mean, so they're talking about 10,000 users. What percentage of that is CNN employees, Hmm. uh, family members, uh, people who work at all the investment banks that did that. I'm just telling you, man, Chris Wallace
1: from Fox over there to hit lead this thing up and you're done
0: Yeah you know? it's gone So so what's your take on the whole Elon Musk Twitter thing I I think he could be the antichrist mm. but you know uh because he's trying to he seems to be doing everything that's great for humanity right. smiling and you know doing I had everything
1: conversation last night with James Corbett and he always calling me a, a, a Elon Musk fanboy. You know, he's always all staffs,
0: you and Johnny. Well, what happened was I um
1: uh have been following uh, him since he started Tesla, since he started SpaceX. My senior editor and I, we you know, when they were doing the single testing of the first falcons, you know, out in the Marshall Islands or whatever, you know, we were we were having live broadcasts, you know, we were getting all kinds of stupid about it. And the reason was is because when I was brought up in Florida you know, in the uh, 60s, everything was space, everything. I mean, every car had rocket fins and, you know, thruster exhaust. And I mean, you know, it was, you know, the the atomic burger. And I mean, you know, I I was deluged with, you know, the future and Jetsons and all that kind of stuff. So when I finally have, you know, some guy with some money, he sells PayPal and he's got some cash and uh, he's he's just going to do it private. Okay, I'll give the boy some attention. You you, You know, you everybody wants electric cars, you get an electric car, he goes, all right. Boom. I did it. Now I get any props for that. No, you're not unionized. I mean, you know, then do you, you know, have th-
0: any problems with him being like one of the top contractors <clears throat> with, and uh, with the department of defense?
1: Yes, but better him than Lockheed Martin. <laughs> you know, so he's taking the money and going to Mars, you know, but the, um, and that was James's thing. He goes, Ernie, he's a billionaire. He's planting chips in your brain. I mean, oh my God, what do you need? You know, he's got, you know, uh, all these subsidies he got from Tesla, which he doesn't advocate for, but he takes them. Then he goes, um, uh, then NASA gives him contract. I mean, if every bullet point you can go on, you know, how Musk is an evil son of bitch, there's plenty out there, you know, that you could do that. But that is, you know, countered by what's he advocating, what's he inspiring, what does he want? To go, is he begging for subsidies is he want laws changed is he advocating for free speech is he want to have i mean you know all the stuff that comes out of his mouth that he's saying i go yeah what well, he said and the <laughs> thing is the pushback he gives on Neuralink is that they them those are going to do it Now here they come there's a whole bunch of they're going to you know brain lock you into you know metaverse is a chip away for zuckerberg kind of thing you know so i'm just going For him going to compete with that, we're going to have to do it our side. Going, yeah, maybe in the future. I'm glad you know that. You know, this is uh, topic is coming up, but you first because
0: you know I'm just keep going. I have to use the bathroom badly. Go now. Go
1: ahead. You know, so my thing is, is I'm not, I'm not, no, I, I, I'm not looking to be a first test case of putting the chip in my brain, but, um, um. I have yet. And I asked James this, I go, so, you know, at what point are you ready to throw him under the bus? Or, yep. Done. He's a he's freaking one of them. I haven't got that feeling yet. That doesn't mean there's not plenty of evidence to think anybody else, you know, yeah. like Be- Bezos I'm putting, you know, I'm not feeling good about, no, but, same. you know, what's your thing, Johnny? I mean, I
2: I'm with you. I, I feel the same way. I just too often he's done things that infuriates, the right kind of people like i'm looking at i judge somebody based on who they piss off the most Right, 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 right. and when i see who he I, pisses I off the most
1: for trump for that same reason even yeah yeah, yeah it's
2: that trump. thing it's that that's my favorite quality of trump is because of the people that he pissed off and 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 until elon musk starts making them nod their heads in agreement i'm gonna or you know does yeah. something that's really obviously disqualifying i'm gonna at the very least reserve judgment but okay, but do you think, think if you got you think if you got Twitter back and he gave Trump his Twitter back, that's what would piss these people off. That's what they don't want him. to oh, do. Oh, of course. I mean that that's would be, be awesome. That would be the <laughs> ultimate. Yeah, of course. I don't. You know, I, I, I. Yeah, and like the, I hope the the that bad happens.
1: Guys, I'm sorry. What'd you say, Johnny?
2: No, I, no. I was just saying. I hope that happens. I'd love it.
1: You know, I see um, the the whole Twitter thing. I, I one, I'm like, who gives a crap about Twitter? Why is Twitter such a big deal, yeah. everybody?
0: W- without a- with that much money, I don't understand why you just can't create a new one.
1: You know, I thought of that too. I'm like, why don't you just create, but then, you know, uh, I, I think the reason that Twitter is such a big deal to these guys is because it is, I've seen it before and it is the root of news. And I give you an example. When I'm at uh, Terran radio, I have several stations in the Phoenix area. And what would happen when we started freedoms, Phoenix, they go, oh, you got a slogan. What do you want it to be? My webmaster. And I go, Absolutely. Just hit me off top. Of my, eye. I go uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's exactly what I want up there. Then we would advertise in talker magazine, top producers tool. know at least as much as your audience. You know, that was the thing, you know, producers, you know, you guys need to subscribe to like freedoms Phoenix. So, you know what the hell's going on. Your audience knows more than you do. You can slap your ass around for not being, you know, kind of schooled and what's up. So, um, it was to me, I, 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 God, I got off track. What was the question that you had? I, I went off on.
2: she was talking about uh, him potentially bringing Trump back into Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the non-persons bringing him back, uh, back into Twitter.
1: So the the Twitter thing, what I saw as I'm in radio, what I could see is in the morning the news crew they come in. Oh, it's now you know. Uh, Uh, at least once an hour top of the hour news on declare your interview blah 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 guy come in he'd read big story news top story news super new and improved news i mean whatever the hell it was right so they would get a fax or a printout or online and they print it out from where the rnc the dnc a bunch of different you know these different you know, this is what the talking points today are. This is what's on the front page of the New York Times, literally. This is what Rush Limbaugh's talking about. This is what Sean Hann, and that would, you know, or CNN or something. And that would determine what the talk show host talked about that day. And if it didn't, and they would take their feed from a lot, especially if it's Howdy Neighbor Radio, we call it, the local talk shows, it would be from the local newspaper. If it wasn't in the newspaper, they didn't talk about it. And if it didn't bleed, you know, or flames, it wouldn't be on the television that then they'd talk about or what I'm going, who the hell is programming this stuff? Who decides how is it that I watch ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS? And it's the same five stories in the same order. You know, how is who does this? You know, well, this is what I see is breaking. And that's what Twitter represented. Twitter was that bullet point that they gave to the media. This is what's being talked about today. This is the angle that we got. This is the tack. It's worth way more than the 50 billion to them. Why? Because it's worldwide. This thing is around the world determines what is and is not being discussed and what the correct answer is, you know, how you're supposed to frame it, what's going to keep you out of trouble, who is emphasized as a thought leader of the blah, blah, blah. So Twitter is not just, you know, how many people are on Twitter. It's all of the other media that gets their marching orders from Twitter. So Elon Musk is not buying Twitter. He's buying all the media influence. And he understands it. And so do they. And they're freaking by it. So what would be the alternative? There isn't one. You, know, you could create your own or whatever, but all of the journalists are on there, all the editors, producers, all the shows, everything. It's a Twitter thing. They've created that. Now, will that happen after he buys it? Will he be flushing you know, so many billions of dollars down the tube? I don't think he cares. You know, hell, he just goes, I'm not about the money. I don't give a crap. You know, sorry to be a free speech absolutist. And I gave Starlink to Ukraine. Well, then you're with us. You got to take Putin's off. RT today has got to go down. He goes, nope, I'm a free, you know, First Amendment, free speech guy. Everybody gets to be on. What are you going to do about it? Suck it, you know? So I'm, um, I you know, I'm given a lot of, I'm, Been following Elon for a long time, and a lot of the stuff he's – I'm not ready to throw him under the bus. But, man, if he doesn't have all the credentials to be thrown under the bus, you know, he takes uh, subsidies from the government, even though he doesn't advocate for them. Um, He's got big contracts with NASA dod wants to have a you know one hour marine squad with their hummer and whatever plasma rifles or whatever anywhere in the world in 40 minutes you know you know they're gonna want that one you know uh, going to the moon we have um uh, uh tesla subsidies you got Neuralink god knows how many soldiers they're gonna i mean i mean he's gonna be the center of the evil Skynet of you know uh what's her name's got to come back in time and kill him or something but you know, he hasn't pissed me off yet. I, I mean, there's, everything's there ready. I mean, it could change in a heartbeat. I go, yep, he did that. We're done. But I haven't seen it yet, Johnny. I mean, you know, I, I, with you, Zavi, how, how, what is the criteria that you're using to defame him?
0: I, I To me, he's cool. He's a cool
2: yeah, billionaire. You know, I it's think. just simply—I I I mean—I think the Sam. argument is simply that he's a billionaire, and you can't become a billionaire without being an evil son of a bitch. Is well, my I take mean, on mean, He it.
0: does have. Listen, nobody. Wa- listen, you know, if you study spirituality, everybody has light and dark in them. Okay, everybody. So there's nobody you're gonna go. This person's one hundred percent clean. There's nothing they ever did that was was off or can be used to cancel him. Everybody's got something. It's just life, man. It's just the way it is. Sometimes the rules change. But if you take a look at, there's parts of his history that he hasn't been 100% honest about, where he came from, the companies he bought, and all that. Okay, that's fine. You you pay, you spent a lot of money to buy these companies. That's fine. He, he has some connections to Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. Did a lot of people really? think... Yeah, oh yeah, there's pictures with him uh with uh Maxwell and all this stuff.
1: Well, she kind of photobombed him one time. That's what that was about. Oh,
0: really? Okay. So we're this is the conversation we're having. And then, you know, taking money from the government, uh, for DOD stuff. It's just I this is my whole thing. It's like I have hope, but man, I stand in karate stance or crop Maga stance and and guard. (laughs) I'm going, I want you to succeed. I want you to do what's best for humanity. I'm ready. To uh, step you. I don't but, I'm, you know, well, we'll nobody trusts. As far as I know, billionaires <laughs> are shady as fuck.
1: You know, I never could when he, he came out being the richest man in the world, a couple hundred billion dollars. I'm going, really? You know, I just didn't see. And then, of course, you know, he does stuff that I could personally don't really care about, but he liquidated all his homes and everything lives in a $50,000 boxable. You know, so I'm going, yeah, but I bet the hotels are really nice. You know, know? I mean, a lot of that stuff is that virtue signaling or he just doesn't care. And I want my house to be on Mars or something. You know, I just see it's not it's not I hate to make this about Elon. It's not Elon. It's about this criteria that people have put now. what they think who the bad guys are. I had a guy. uh, It was I tell you this story. You'll like this. There was a I get an email from a guy. He goes, hey, man. You know, I'm in town in Arizona. I just came from Europe. I listened to your show. I want to, you know, meet you and say, yo, what's up? I'm sure you get these kind of emails. He was in Tucson on his way up to Phoenix. Well, what he was, he's a very liberal Bernie Sanders kind of guy here in America. And he went to France to join the yellow jacket shirt people, you know, because they're in the street against whatever, you know, shoot all the billionaires that kind of thing right so he comes i meet with him we have dinner i haven't come on the show we do a show this is just like in the last few weeks so the yellow jacket guy he's sitting right here on the couch yeah where thomas is and he goes he goes um well all billionaires must die I gotta get all the billionaires take a billion why because they're billionaires all the billionaires must go you he's really on this billionaire kick and i'm going the hell does that have to do with it why you know you got to give me some you know add something to that i mean give me something else and then he'll kind of you know he lacks on it a little bit and then we do some telegrams back and forth and then there'll be some story you know we got to, a billionaire you gotta get the billionaires watch this video yeah, it's the billionaire's fault and i'm going i need a better criteria I need something like they're not leaving me alone. They're using their billions. You know, some people argue that they're not using their billions to save us, and then he wants to give us free speech on Twitter by buying it. And I'm going, okay, he doesn't get any street cred for that one. Yeah, no, because he's not doing what they want him to do.
0: No, I'm with you on that, and it's 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 unbelievable when you know if you just did your taxes. the you, I just want to punch anybody who's like, we should pay more taxes. It's the most ridiculous, stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. So many people don't realize most of our taxes don't go to funding stuff. It goes to pay off our yeah. national debt to the Federal Reserve. So
1: it goes to pay the interest on the debt. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the interest on it, right? So it's like that's purposeful. It's purposeful, they're printing this fake money to fund all this stuff, is the most ingenious evil plan ever. And like so, so what you have is a bunch of rich kids going, i pay more taxes, because they have accountants that can figure out how mm-hmm. to get them to not pay taxes, and that'd be great if you could all afford accountants who can figure it out. But when you say, I want to pay more taxes, what you're saying is. I want the middle class to get pounded on by the IRS because I mean, ta- like it's real hard to write off stuff with your kids right now. It's like crazy, dude. It's like, crazy. I hate paperwork.
1: I just, I, that's the biggest thing to me is that, you know, I'm not for any, you know, I'm for replacing
0: income tax with uh, nothing, you know? Yeah. But, me um, too. I'm you know, anti, I pay my taxes, but I hate that shit. You know, a lot of libertarian friends, they go,
1: I pay all my taxes plus a dollar. Just keep them off my ass. It's my extortion fee and bite me, you know? And that, and that's how they see it. Yep, you know, it's just the mob. You're just paying them off. And uh, which is kind of how we do it. But the thing is, you know, that the, the whole idea behind the ability to take your income, that is not addressed enough, in my opinion, that the income tax and the morality of that has kind of been wiped from discussion I, I I used to think that was a big thing you know we would talk about the morality of it and what it's being used for and how it's being done and how they manipulate society and one of the things that really got me is my my younger sister uh, is single she was divorced has kids, and you know they're all grown now and so on but she uh when she did her taxes one year, she paid more. Than I did as an individual, because as a married couple, you pay less in taxes than as individuals, you know, if you have, you're married and you have a single income or that. And I'm going, my sister's being punished. She, she can't afford to be punished. on.
0: Yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy, crazy. that they, like, if you have kids and you're not married, they pound you for that. And it's like, what oh. the fuck, man?
1: I I am just, there's no morality in government. There's no, um, and I don't want there to be. You know, I don't need government to tell me what is and is not correct behavior. I just want them to leave me alone to where we can find that out amongst our own communities. And, and oh, I will bring this up. Here's another one I get crap from. All right. In the past couple of months, I came across Russell Brandt okay mm-hmm. Russell Brand's up there doing his thing whatever and he's kind of got the news on you know something about something whatever I, I don't care. Now where Russell Brand and I kind of crossed paths was uh, when he did uh, years ago he did his book Revolution. I don't know if you guys remember well he kind of used the reverse love in it and had the lovevolution logo on that. So a lot of people contacted me Oh Russell Brand, use your logo and copyright if you need to go whip ass and do and I'm going, I don't care. You know, I ripped it off the Beatles anyway. I mean, you know, what what (laughs) difference does it make? You know, he's British. He can do what he wants. (laughs) So the only, it became such a thing that I went on the thread on Amazon, on the book where it was being sold. And I go, look, yeah, I'm the guy that, you know, created whatever. And I go, I don't care. You know, fine, peace. You know, he's, you know, it's going to define itself. The people have already defined it, what it means. And if he deviates from that, well, they're just going to make fun of him, you know? But if not, then it's going to be cool. And he's, you know, be welcome in fellow traveler if I don't care, you know, whatever. Which was, I in retrospect, was probably the best thing I could have done. Because now as he comes out, he's not talking about, I think I get from his perspective is he wants to have his own hippie commune of volunteer terrorists that choose to be a community of whatever the hell i don't care but of hot chicks yeah hot chick definitely hot chick. <laughs> well, he's married now he doesn't do that anymore oh, okay. have, right. so, so now we go um uh what is it he's advocating what he says is open discussion to talk about it to have everybody gets a voice, to be decentralized down to your own community, to not have a central plan and authority of blah, 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 blah. So he says all the right stuff. And I'm going, what is it? you You know, what, what, is there anything he's saying? that's And until, you know, like, you know, Johnny says about Elon, until he says some freaking bat crap force, crazy force upon me, I got a jab, whatever, serving the legion of whatever the hell give a shit what he said. He's he's advocating the same thing that we are. So I'm going, okay, I give some more props to him. But what's the pushback? He did stupid stuff in the past. He's a product of Hollywood. You know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, okay, but is he leaving me alone? Is he advocating for leaving me alone? Is he advocating for decentralization? I totally
0: agree, bro. I totally agree. And it's like, everyone can have the... excuse me, everybody can have their opinion on Alex Jones. He's been on my show a bunch of times and everyone's always like controlled opposition, controlled opposition. And I go, you get mad. They doesn't want to call out Israel. That's his blind spot. And probably because I've heard it's because of his girlfriend. Sometimes dude, you're not the King of your own castle, right? So it happens, right? (laughs) Like I'm putting out this flyer right now. That says Netflix is a joke festival that comedy chaos is. I'm not a fan of what Netflix has been doing. But the producer who works with me on this thing wants that on the flyer. (laughs) So unless I want my hell at home, I better put that on the fucking flyer. Okay. Or else I'm going to be hearing it all the fucking time. We're all going to hear it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's there's text threads, fucking here. That's just the way it is, ma'am. That's just the I'm way it you is, brother. You know, fortunately, you know? I've been
1: of all the stuff that I've done, it's um, it's you know, I mean, there there's some complaining, but um, uh, it's with the full support of my wife, you know, and my kids. I mean, they'll roll their. I met eyes. your wife.
0: She's wonderful.
1: Yeah. No, she's awesome, and you know, um, uh, and she's very supportive. And doing, you know, what needs to be done. And she's a hard worker. But she has her preferences. And the one thing she gets on my ass about all the time is because I always emphasize if you want to see the future in technology, it's gaming and pornography. And the fact that I even say that, why do you always gotta say porn? You're always bring porn into it. I guess you're am know, going. <laughs> so so I pull it back <laughs> a little bit. But the point that I'm making is, is that you know, these these Um technological advances always hit there first, you know? And if you want to see the future, you go there and um and and then here comes the metaverse. Well, I'm afraid to even look. I have no desire whatsoever to go in the metaverse, get my ass grabbed by whatever. I I I don't even care. It's it's that you know, because I Freedom's Phoenix as journalists, we get to go to the consumer electronics show. And uh I went like six years in a row and I don't care anymore, but um, you go and see all this tech and the tech for virtual reality and you know virtual um, what are they enhanced uh, viewing, whatever they call it. Um, you would see all this tech and you go, yeah, this isn't ready for prime time yet, but I can see where this is going. And it's like it is with everything, like the internet. It's all about content. Where are the Sam Tripoli's? And they want you, they would bring to We're going to give you a bunch of money. We're going to give you Joe Rogan Spotify money to go in the metaverse. Yeah. Your ass will be there. You know, 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 so, so I'm going, all right, can you do that and maintain your humanity or whatever, but I'm, there's some things that are so scary and so bad that I'm thinking metaverse. I'm, I mean, somebody's got to convince me that I need to be supportive of that. I'm not feeling, getting good vibes from that. You know, I, I'm especially at being Zuckerberg or anything. Well, yeah.
0: And dude, just think about all this false flag psyop shit that they do on television. Now they're going to do it right there in front of you in the metaverse. It's going to seem, imagine instead of nine 11 happening in just uh, New York city, it happens everywhere. It ju- in your living room, in your house, wherever you're on the, uh, 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 wherever you're on on these goggles, boom! All of a they sudden, you, player one, yeah, bam! You just experience it, and it, at, at the point that it, you can't tell the difference between reality and virtual reality, this seems like it's as real as fuck, and it's having a psychological effect on
1: exactly. Okay, let's go down. Let's explore that for a second because this is dangerous. I remember during the revolution years, me right after when the uh, the Ron Paul revolution hit, and they didn't see that one coming. They were like, "What the hell? Just ha- we got to get a beat on this," you know. And um, uh, you have these 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 stories that come out, and if you even see it, if you if you have, you know, like you're in the metaverse and you got this image or something that you, you're exposed to it. Your eye, your mind, your experience, it's going to change it. Some things you can't unsee. And there's going to be somebody that's going to put the V for Vendetta tape in that plays on everything and everybody, and then good, bad, whatever. I don't want to have that um, th- that risk, especially if I have a Neurochip in. I get a Neuralink in, and they're directly in it. It could one Freaking experience, one second, one half millisecond, one scene, one vocal, one image, one beheading, one something can change you for the rest of your life. And when we saw this was when Facebook was doing their uh what do they call it, their news feed, the timeline. You know, they were testing what they put in and the effect it had, and they were gaming us. They were seeing what they could do to build up to a COVID, to a war, to a whatever. Then they get you a chip they put you in the metaverse you might as well just sign your life away you're done
0: so i'm not willing to risk that and there's gonna be people who are gonna do that and you know we'll see man right now it seems like there's a big movement for people to realize that the internet too much of it is dangerous you know um I just hope that people can wake up to it. I know there's a lot of people that just are super addicted to TikTok. They can't get off it. They're just screening hot, horrible, hot, horrible, hot chick comedy. Just, ever. I mean, it's just the worst comedy ever. And it's just, you know what I of...
1: found out about TikTok? And you, you'll dig this.
0: Tell Xavier like that. He's addicted. To oh, TikTok. that's my favorite.
1: Yeah. Okay. Xavier, let me, let me ask you these questions and you kind of see where we're going with this. Um, tiktok's china right yeah so i go okay well what are they emphasizing you know here in america you i made a gazillion dollars you know shaking my ass in front of while i'm drinking a pepsi you know with my toes playing the violin whatever the hell it is that they emphasize right mm-hmm. so they do that and you know this is what makes you oh i you a got Tick-Tocker. a
0: weird tiktok ernest weird yeah, well, t- <laughs> TikTok,
1: you, know. <laughs> you know you know tiktok this tiktok that and then um but if you look at TikTok in China, you know, it's not
0: the same thing, not the they're, same thing. They're, they're
1: emphasizing their science, science, and math, I, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm going, are they doing
0: this on purpose? One hundred percent. They are dude. hundred percent. It- yes. They are. This is cultural Marxism, dude. It's like when they send that stupid ass movie over there, that's like a sequel or prequel to, um, uh the, the 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 wizard movie, whatever that is, Harry Potter, right? They take out a gay character. Disney or like Warner Brothers takes out a gay character because China doesn't want it. Why all of Hollywood's crying about what's going on in Florida? This is straight up cultural Marxism. You cannot destroy the United States from the outside. They can't do it. They have to do it slowly through the inside. And China, listen. And I don't even think it's China, dude. I'm going to be honest with you. I think really? it's like world economic forums, these, yeah, these secret societies it, who got their fingers into China and they're, they're running China. Dude, the, the, the social the, the, the credit social cred score, that was started here by our, our intelligence agencies and then moved over there to be tested on. I mean, dude, if you take a look at like Stalin, Mao, I believe they all went to the same bullshit Jesuit fucking Zionist school. Okay. They all went to the same school to learn and they were inserted in, and that's what their job was. But Putin, for everybody sucking off Putin, okay, Putin was put into power by Boris Yeltsin after getting the green light from Bill and Hillary Clinton, okay? So just know what's going on. Now, sometimes a puppet thinks he's a real boy and he might not be playing ball anymore. And we've seen that happen with Saddam. We've seen that happen with uh, or- Ortega, nor or whatever his name down there is. So we've seen this happen, right? Noriega. So maybe, what? Noriega. Noriega, yeah, Noriega. God, I mean, I- I'm going to be, I apologize, I everybody. I have been All off same. today. You know, so the point is, is that, you know, uh, uh, this is all. I I just I more and more I think it's these just this like these yeah. World Economic Forum, Black Nobility, all these people okay. that are really running. I want to game.
1: emphasize what you just said about Mao. This was a God. Where did this guy? I think I brought it up with uh, uh one of a James Corbett and I show in a um uh episode that he did years ago, and he forgot about that. Somehow it was referenced in something. I rewatched it, and I told him. I goes. He goes. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. This is what happened. Yale had a uh, remote uh, school in Beijing or in China somewhere or something, right? Here comes Mao Zedong. You know, here's Mao. Comes in. He's a Zieg Heil, you know, uh, Marxist. I need foreign whatever. Yale promotes him as being uh, editor, I think, of the school newspaper. He was pushed by the names and the Rocky, you know, uh, whatever people of who gives a crap. And they were pushing him, you know, Rothschilds, you know, whoever. Right. So they put him into this position and then it became Mal's little red book. And then they had their, you know, cultural revolution. All this stuff started with Yale and these guys that emphasized, you know, and wanted him to be the guy. So when World Economic Forum Klaus Schwab gets up and goes, oh, we have the young youth uh, super class goers of whatever the hell embedded in all the government. Yes, they do. Yeah, and I can tell you where it's going. This is what my experience in the mid nineties were when they wanted to do regional government after they did the uh, Kyoto Treaty and Rio and all this environmental stuff because environmentalism is just a you know socialist flagship you know for whatever. And what they did is um, uh, the World Economic Forum and those guys get these people and put them into these lower levels. And I could see where it was feeding down to at the county level, because the counties are political subdivisions of the state. They're kind of like they do what the state tells them, but they don't make legislative authority. But they tried to pass legislation in like 96 or so in Arizona, trying to give them legislative powers that we went heavy against and it lost like. Forty-nine, fifty-one, or something like that then when later when they did this smart city thing i go this is all the stuff that they were talking about in this regional government thing so i went and looked for that they didn't have a record that the election even existed i had to have a friend found it in a mesa you know library in some archive of something the actual legislation took them a week to find it they were hiding it you sons of bitches so when they say they put these people in then covid happens where did all the push come from government county level it was a county health guy county sheriff county 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 clipboards of the county guns of the county that's certainly in the rural areas it was a county thing and i'm going yep this is how they've been doing it if we're going to get rid of this kind of influence over humanity we got to go at the root, man. It's got to be everywhere. All Everything's everything.
0: local, bro. Everything right. is local. Wake up. It's local. Ernest, I loved having you on. This has been wonderful, dude. It's been a wonderful conversation, yeah, I miss you,
1: man. It's been good hanging out with. We John. have to
0: do it more. We have to yeah, do yeah, it yeah. more.
1: whatever you want, it, I mean, Johnny, it was great spending time with you guys too. I I, I look forward
0: to. it. Maybe we can do Perfect. this on Amen. my show. You guys come on. We'll yeah, we'd love do whatever. to. Dude. Let's, Let's make it happen. we will love to. They're interns, so but don't up. worry about that. Don't worry sure, about. about it happen. Don't worry <laughs> about. Ah, uh, one more time, <laughs> Ernest. Where can they find you?
1: Freedoms with well, an S. Freedoms Phoenix. Dot com, I really encourage you to go to pirateswithoutborders.com and read that. the letters of Captain Mark. You know go to letters and you, you want to know my philosophy and what I'm doing and why and everything there it is. you know, on crypto, on communication, on immigration, on healthcare, on everything it's just like a dozen letters or 16 or so that we have from Captain Mark and reprisal, his first mate. Letters of Mark and reprisal, you know. So, and then we have the uh, doc, Dr. Barber, the doctor on the precarious ship. Top left, you'll see the video of the pirate ship. You can watch, I mean, you know, we're really having a lot of fun with that and I encourage you guys to go to that. At the top, you'll see different categories, communication, energy, shelter, whatever. And it's all the tech that supports the decentralization down to the individual, which is one of the things like, piratebox.info you go to the pirate box because when we talk sam and i when we talk here in a couple weeks we get down to texas we're gonna hook your crap up we're done you know we're ready to do it and we got you working with Matt. matt will help you know you got mark you know ready to work with we've been buzzing all around around you getting this stuff ready for you so uh it's going to come online and the big thing is Encouraging our audiences to start getting their own IPFS boxes. They do it with Start Nine, uh, their embassies, the Pirate Box, the Pirate Stick at PirateBox.info. That where you become the internet three-point kiss my ass because we're not on their shit. You know, I, I what what do you think was going to happen? What do you think how this is going to work? Hey, we need a whole bunch of Sam Tripoli's out there going yo mama, and I'm there to help. Hey.
0: That's- <laughs> We're going to do it. Hey, brother, I love you. Thank you so much for coming on. I look forward to seeing you in two weeks in Texas. Had fun at the first show, uh, the first festival. I think the second festival should be pure fire. They're flying in some great, great speakers. I know Max Egan's going to be there. So it's going to be a real fun conversation. The Washington meeting is of the minds. Uh, The flow is doing wonderful stuff. So I'm really uh, proud to be a part of it. I love both those guys who are running it. Uh, I love them very much. But what
1: we're working on is this. You load IPFS. It goes on the float. Then it goes to all the other media from there. Uh, Who's your buddy? Who's your pal? That's what we're talking Mm -hmm. about.
0: Uh, so I love Kingsley and uh, Aaron, they're doing great work and uh, I look forward to be a part of them. I love what you do, Graham. I'm looking forward to seeing you and your wife again and uh, I'm happy. I'm bringing Eddie Bravo and Xavier Guerrero. They're going to get a little piece of this action and you know, we'll keep it rolling. So thanks for coming on. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. I hope uh, hope you guys enjoyed this fun conversation. Hope to see you in Virginia tomorrow. And then I hope to see you in, or tonight. I think this will come out. Yeah, this will come out uh, tomorrow. So it'll be I uh, Hope to see you in Virginia tonight. And then see you in Baltimore on Saturday. And then grab your tickets for Chicago. See you at Float Fest. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mic. Drink from the fountain of knowledge there's lizard people everywhere That's some interdimensional idea <laughs> wake up Aaron
2: This is only the beginning
0: there's, you just blew my mind Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.